Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome, everyone. Here we are again, my fine friends. This is So I Married a Movie Geek. I happen to be Chrissy McQueen. And the person on my left, whom I love dearly, happens to be Justin Winters. That is me. You're correct. <laughs> he also happens to be like three deep in sake right now. Three deep? I don't know. Three shots? Three shots? You've had more than three. I just took three shots like in the past 30 seconds. So three per 30? I am seriously like... We, we every podcast justin says most of this bottle's gone right now <laughs> he goes okay so what are we drinking tonight usually it's wine occasionally <laughs> it's beer tonight justin goes from the kitchen area <gasps> Sake. is it sad that sometimes you know i'm just alone at night and i just pull out a bottle of sake and just start taking shots like i'm like Sad, like Mr. Miyagi, like alone in my living room, taking shots of sake. This isn't Rosita. (laughs) Actually, it is a little bit sad considering that I'm usually home with you. Why are you alone? It's a clean, it's a clean uh, alcohol. You know, I don't get really sick off of it or anything. Isn't sake just rice wine? I think so. So So it's 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 nourishing. It's it's nourishing to me. It's rice. And a little bit of arsenic. A little it's bit like our snicky wine, exactly. Basically, so I like it. What's the alcohol per volume? I drink about three fourths of a bottle. What? What's the alcohol per volume? It is fifteen percent. Okay, so a little bit higher than wine, but not much. So I just keep drinking it. Here we go. All right, there he goes. Oh, down the hatch. Oh yeah. The best thing, you guys. Put some hair on your chest. <laughs> the best thing is that he's drinking from a shot glass that has. Uh, basically like uh, an emoticon of somebody vomiting with the international no sign over it. So it's basically the no puking cup. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me. Just don't do that. Yeah. it. I also reminded you a minute ago before we started recording and you're like, let's do more shots. I'm like, fine, no puking. Well, you know, I got to bring it for uh, talking with you about superhero movies, Chris. It's true. It's true. The five people listening to this podcast, we've grown people. We were three in hour five are like, if they're not doing sake bombs, why do I even bother? You should join us, by the way. I feel like this should, we should turn this into a drinking game. Totally. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. Okay. Drinking game me up. What <laughs> is the magical word? That a shot gets taken, either by us or at home. Maybe it's. This is terrible. I don't know. I thought of like three things, and then they crashed and burned in my head all at once. So um, it's been a little. It's been a crazy couple weeks. It has been a crazy couple since, weeks. Uh, you invent your own drinking games, people. Since, since we uh, last uh, spoke. Uh, it's been a bit of a, a civil war amongst our uh, in our house. Oh boy! Cornball <laughs> <laughs> has arrived. One of our kids uh, has uh, he's teething. He's the winter soldier, basically. He is the winter soldier. 
He has hand, foot, and mouth disease. Yeah, if you've never heard of hand, foot, mouth disease, Google it, folks. Not pretty. Actually, I take that back. Don't Google it unless you want to have nightmares. I've also been sleep. We've been sleep training him. Yes. So um, he's he, in coach. the past couple weeks. He's murdered awesome. several people. <laughs> but we're like. It's not him. Like it's it's not his fault. He's been programmed this way. It's not someone just like reads out like words like you know ball, mushroom, freight car. <laughs> you sleep, sleep now. Blocks. <laughs> sleep in cot. Caillou. Caillou. I cannot. Don't even get me started. <laughs> and then he does like the hot dog dance from Mickey Mouse Club, and uh, and then he just he kinda, murders people, and then he gets up and he gets crazy. Yeah, exactly. And we're just like. Hey, if you're going to murder you. people, you have to sleep through the night. Okay, that's it. So I guess, you know, watching two uh, superhero movies was um, a welcome respite, respite? Yeah. from uh, the craziness cathartic. in our cathartic. house. We go and, you know, I think of what it is now that we are old ass, tired parents. We go to these movies and we, we want to live vicariously through them. We're like, yeah, wouldn't it be awesome? It would be so awesome to just take down bad sleep and, and all the things that are plaguing me. I want to take down hand, foot, mouth. I want to shove it up its own ass. So, <laughs> so the two movies we watched were um, uh, Captain America Civil War mm-hmm. with, I think, 90% of America. Yep. And... Uh, I saw the second time, and Chrissy finally saw Deadpool. Deadpool! Which uh, I think has been like one of the most popular movies uh, come out this year. All I remember was the MTV commercials when it was about to be coming out, because it was interrupting my teen mom time. And half the time I'm like, what is this? What's this Deadpool shit? <laughs> Just like turned the channel. I felt like such an old woman because I didn't get it. I was like, ow, they're talking about ripping each other's brains out, and I don't like that. Oh my god! I became your mamma. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I love that you're holding the mic by the mic stand. <laughs> I haven't even had nearly as much look. As wait, you. have is it close enough to my mouth? Because you're like just in, you're not using the mic. The microphone is not close enough to your mouth, and you're slurring your words. And this is why I have a degree. This it's is close. It. Look, look how close it is. I spent all of those years. It's like shuffleboard, but my mouth and the microphone. Look, I spent all of those years in college pursuing broadcast journalism to finally, in 2016, oh, shit. use it and tell you, Justin Winters, get that fucking mic closer to your fucking mouth. That was a lot of fuck. I'm sorry. I just lost one of the listeners. Now we have four. My bad. So who... Wh- Let's talk about uh, <laughs> Captain America Civil War. Yeah, we. I think we could talk about this all day long. It's fucking blowing up at the box office. <laughs> yes, it is, Mr. Movie Phone. We gave them some money. We, they we took gave, it. We gave them plenty of money. We sat down. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed ourselves. Yes, we did. Um, what did you think, Chrissy? It was fabulous. It was, and I thought this at the time, and I think I even stage whispered to you in the front row. By the way, we sat in the front row. That was a mistake. Flavor Flav. Yeah. Don't sit in the front row. If the, front if the front row, because some some theaters are different. Some theaters, the front row is a ways back from the screen. Not at the arc light, no sir. Um, none of this arc light. It was we were literally at the screen. So, so the worst part is, is Justin goes, 
all right, cool. We got these tickets. And he always picks pretty good seats. I never question where, where, whether uh, he puts us in a good spot in the theater. We sit down. These people come by. They're like, hi, we have all 12 of these seats and you have to move. And I, I'm like, oh, no, Justin has tickets. <laughs> Justin's like, it's fine. We'll move. She's like, the Justin? Yeah. He immediately like circumvents anything. I was trying to say. He's like, we have to move. We move. Turns out. Nope. Day before. Day before. Wrong tickets. So. Well, like all goes back to, um, you know, <laughs> the winter soldier baby. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and not knowing where I am. He murdered our like, brains. We're lucky we got, we actually made it to the theater. True. So front row, the reason that this is at all important is just imagine watching any superhero comic book action movie where you basically have to break your neck backwards to be able to see the screen and to catch everything that's going on. It was like the winter soldier was all up in our faces the entire time. I think it was fine, except for the the first, like the opening uh, action set uh, piece where that was pretty bad. It's like multi cuts and camera work and yeah, craziness, and uh, I was like, "Whoa!" I remember I looking like, at you like, "Is this going to be the whole thing?" I was like, oh, "No, I'm not. No." Please, but then Captain came on stage, 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 screen. <laughs> Captain Cap. <laughs> Who am I? I need more sake. Captain, my captain, old <laughs> captain. <laughs> and I was like, this is cool. I could sit front row and, and look at you, your gorgeous little face all day long. I'm okay with this. So besides the whole Rick and Maru of we made the mistake and we were the front row and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Chrissy has seen. I saw Age she's, of Ultron. She's seen the the. She saw the Avengers and, and, and Age of Ultron. Yes. You saw the first Captain America. I did. Did not see Winter Soldier. No, so I think that's the one I'm missing. I kind of update you a, a little bit, bit before we went into this one. A little bit. Were you lost? Did you get the gist of it with my? I got no. I got the gist of it, and okay. I understood that he was sticking up. You know, uh, he's he's kind of like a '40s frat boy for for Bucky. He's like, a yeah, '40s frat boy. Yeah. What do you mean? Like he's in his '40s? No, 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 no. Being that he's from the 1940s, but nowadays people's motivations aren't so pure, and I feel like I don't know. I just I feel like people don't defend their besties. The way they used to back then, you know, like no man left behind back in the in the Great War or the Good War, whatever it was. It was a really good war, apparently. <laughs> it meant like no man left behind. And they were serious, and, and granted, and this is in no way an indictment on our armed forces. I'm just, it's more of an indictment on modern society that now it's like you are my best friend, and I will lay down with you and for you until it means my life on the line, and then maybe not so much. And he was like, "Yeah, friendship, fraternity." Up to the end. So wait, have you? Are you saying that we've lost friendship, Chrissy? As a society. What? A little bit. What? You don't think that it's a little bit more every man for himself than perhaps it used to be? I mean, I haven't taken a poll amongst everyone, but okay, maybe I'm a little cynical. <laughs> but, um. There was that. but So I got all that as far as whatever I must have missed during Winter Soldier. So you followed along. Yeah. You knew what was going on. Yeah. Okay. For the most part. That's good. Yeah. Because that's one of the, I've heard of one of the criticisms people have about this movie is um, it's not a complete film. You kind of have to know uh, the previous Marvel Universe films that came before it to kind of understand what's going on and kind of get it 
Well, oh, well, I mean, if I hadn't seen any of the other movies, you said Marvel Universe. If I hadn't seen any of the other ones to establish who the other 12 effing characters were, then yeah, I might have a problem. It's kind of like, and here's, okay, so you you like the movie? Yes. Okay. I like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. And after seeing it a second time, yes, I saw it a second time. Wait, what? <laughs> what? what happened justin how did huh? you see this the second time so this is very uh paul rudd knocked up of me but uh i got a break from <gasps> from from the craziness uh last week um and i went and saw it without you again for, this, for a second time i gotta tell you all if you've never seen knocked up and this is 40 the older i become the more i become leslie mann Every day, every day I wake up, I'm a little bit more Leslie Mann. And to hear you say that, you're dead to me. No, but in, in, in that movie, he went and saw something like totally without her that she hadn't seen before. And she's like, she's I like, want to see Spider-Man 3. I want to see Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah. And then there was the whole fantasy baseball thing. Oh, just go I want to see it again and not be like my nose like touching the screen. Oh, basically. must be nice. Must be nice to be able to see it again. Have your nose <laughs> right up against the screen. So happy for you. <laughs> so anyway, after seeing it a second time, um, I was like, uh, this is totally like my, my stories. This is like my stories. Like you watch Bold and Beautiful occasionally. Not anymore. I did. But yes. But you know the people in it. Sure. Captain America is like my stories interspersed with, you know, action set pieces, basically. Apparently your stories and a lot of people's stories. <laughs> You're like, I'm so original. Do you know what I really like? I like Marvel and Star Wars. You know, when you have kids. Yeah. And you, you, you have just this, those few things to hang on to in life mm-hmm. that make you happy besides your kids you and your right family. Again? What? I wish I like anything as much as my kids love bubbles. I love bubbles. So I don't know what he's saying there, but anyway, uh, yeah, I love this movie. It's it's a great. There's, uh, there's. I just feel for all these characters. I know them. Um, a lot of people have been comparing this to uh, Batman v Superman. I was going to go there, and now you're ruining it. Which Gosh. Chrissy, like somewhere, immense our our viewing, like yelled out. Like yelled at me in the theater. That's what I was actually getting at when I said stage whisper, but I never made it there. That's what it I was, was not t- a stage whisper. It was a stage whisper. No, this is what Chrissy, Chrissy looks at me, and you weren't drunk. We'd only had like a couple of beers, but it's like you were drunk, and you're like, "This is what Batman v Superman should have been." Maybe it was because we were in the front row, and everything was like boom, crash in my ears, and I looked at you, and I'm like. I don't think he can hear me. This is what Batman v Superman should have been. It's crazy because why why does entertainment have to divide us? There's been like a lot of controversy online where there seems to be a a divide amongst DC, meaning Batman, Superman, and Marvel fans. Yeah. Where I put myself on one side of the fence. What? I think I've put myself on one side of the fence. But what happened was Batman v Superman came out. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. And the people that didn't um, like it were kind of attacked by the people that did say that, um, you know, they're just Marvel fanboys. Um, Wait, you mean the people who didn't, no, did like it were attacked by the people who did not. 
Uh, no, the people that didn't like it did not were attacked, saying that the reason they didn't like it is that that they're just Marvel fanboys. Oh, I see. I got it. And I was getting that's it the reason they didn't like Batman v Superman, as opposed to the reason that it just wasn't a very good movie. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's that. Um, Go on. And so now that Civil War has come out. And a lot of people like that, people are, are, you know, comparing the two movies because they have a lot of very um, obvious similarities between them. Well, clearly. Clearly. Yes. And so, Chrissy, as a person who is on neither fanboy train, nope. you're kind of a, a wild card. I'm a swing state. Uh, you're a swing state. You're a free <laughs> agent in the... In the Marvel DC first draft, uh, draft universe, <laughs> um, which one did you did you like one way better? What do you think? I feel like this is just almost a rhetorical question because wow, that Saki just hit you, didn't it? I saw him shake his head like a wet dog. I think that you know the answer, and I feel like anybody listening, especially if you listen to our return episode our first one heard, you'll know my answer is obvious. I am hashtag team Marvel a thousand percent. Okay. Why? They take the time to actually flush out their characters and make them true to a certain motive and, and continue all along a storyline. And even if they are struggling with it a little bit like black widow, it's still, I feel like it's seen through and it makes sense. And, you're talking about they they struggle with Black Widow within this within this particular movie. Correct. Yes. Whereas, certainly, because in- people people see this, you're like, oh well, the Batman v Superman is only the second movie in the series, while Civil War has had several movies to build up, you know, stories and stuff. With certain people, that's true. With Captain America, that's absolutely mm-hmm. the case. But with somebody like Black Widow, not necessarily. She. No, not really. I mean, she's she's an adventurer, of course, and she... What? Why are you making fun of me she's now? She's been in several movies, too. What? She's been in several movies, too. No, I know that. But I'm, what I'm saying is that in this particular movie, she seemed to have more nuanced struggle, perhaps, than, than the other characters who were kind of more clear-cut on what sides they were on and why. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's the obvious part where she just kind of like lets... Um, was it Hawkeye? Get away with it, you know? Did you say hot guy? Yeah, that too. <laughs> hawk eye. Okay. Otherwise known as hot guy. Got it. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a girl thing. Maybe it's just a kind of intuitive thing. But I felt like she had a harder time and with good reason. It wasn't just like, oh, damsel, I don't know which side to throw my dice on. It was kind of like there were real legitimate weighty reasons for her to have a nuanced position. Um, whereas, and it was still light though. The movie was still lighthearted. It wasn't so dark and so murdery as, uh, as Batman V Superman, where sure you could say there were reasons, I guess for, you know, doing the things they did, but ultimately that movie was just, I don't know. It was, it was steeped in, in characters that I didn't know that were not true to what we all as a populace know of Batman and Superman. True, true, true. Thank you. I'm going to drop this mic now. Peace out. <laughs> that deserves a sake shot. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Civil War. Okay. 
Um, you know what? Civil War has some badass characters in it, and yes, it does. Why are you talking about Black Widow? Some badass chicks. There's a couple badass chicks in this. I am, I want to grow up and be an Olsen sister. I think it's, I think I've decided it, as as a dad to a three year old girl mm-hmm. who is already, even though she hasn't, she is she's not steeped in the culture of of superheroes in that she's seen a bunch of movies. She has a Captain America TV shows or anything. She's already interested in superheroes. I'm kind of proud that these Marvel movies being civil war has a badass like black widow, a badass like, um, the, uh, what's her name? Good dad. Good dad. Yes. Scarlet, Witch, who basically, they don't need a man to beat some ass, basically. Bitch, mm-hmm. I no man. And um, although, you know, I like Wonder yeah, Woman being in, in, in Batman v Superman for like five minutes, um, you know, and I'm looking forward to her own movie. Uh, Civil War had a couple scenes where I'm like, like yeah, like kick, kick, his, kick his ass. I mean, it really is different how even just one generation ago when, when I was a young girl, like... We didn't. I mean, what we had, Catwoman. Okay, Halle Berry, Catwoman. Um, I'm thinking Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer. Yeah, which she was great. She was, and that's DC, right? Yeah, you're right. And that was great. You're right. But other than other than she, basically, and this was more of a pop culture reference than anything else, because who actually watched it? We had Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. you know, and and that was kind of it. And then the, and then there were you know Batman was co opted, and then we'd have Batgirl. And then you know Alicia Silverstone did that one, and um, she. But that wasn't good. No, I'm not saying it was, but I'm saying these things get co-opted. You know, like Supergirl. But I feel feel like Marvel has taken kind of the baton of things like, and Chrissy will love this that I mentioned this, but like characters we love, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. You know. um, Thank you, Joss Whedon. Things like that were like, she's just a she's a badass bitch and she doesn't you know she just doesn't care you know it's funny for as much as we swear on this podcast good old boy southern justin winters just came out right then you guys by the way the more justin drinks the more he becomes his true southern self which is a gentleman because he's at there and he's like these badass bitches like he didn't even want to say it it was awesome so civil war is great because it's got a couple, <laughs> a couple badass bitches that don't need men oh, to protect time. them or you know the the fights that they're in, like that one fight between um, the Winter Soldier once he gets re um, dethawed. No, when they re- when when the bad guy reads the book, the words to him and yeah. and like re what would you call oh it? like just like retriggers retriggers him yeah. So when he retriggers him and he becomes like like Winter Soldier nap time great car <laughs> nap time. <laughs> Sleep train. <laughs> Cry it out. <laughs> See, I'm imagining our son like, <laughs> like totally like winter soldiering out and, and being ass. So badass bitches in this movie. Nurse to sleep. Um, obviously, this whole movie revol- revolves around a huge bromance, basically between Captain America, Steve Rogers, and the Winter Soldier, Bucky. Barnes, yes. you know, um, and and the I fraternity think, concept I was alluding to earlier, and I think I think the, the reason that that this movie succeeds is because of that the that core relationship between the two of them 
and Tony Stark that kind of, um, you know, gets in the way. Basically, I think that's so interesting that you think that that's the reason that the movie succeeds. In fact, I think that's the weakest component of the movie. Really, I think that's the heart of the movie. I think it's it, it's intended that's, to be. That's the, the heart, heart of the movie. movie. That's the mode of the movie. If that relationship and that thing didn't happen, the movie wouldn't succeed. It wouldn't go along. Like if if Steve Rogers slash Captain Mark Captain America didn't care about the Winter Soldier. In theory, I'm talking about real actual on screen chemistry, obviously of the non passionate kind, but. I didn't get that. Maybe, and this is maybe to your first Are question. Are you saying you didn't get the love between Steve Rogers and the Winter Soldier? No, I felt like it was purported. But but, but perhaps this is to your very first question, uh, which was about, do I feel like I was able to follow along and get everything without having seen the Winter Soldier? Okay. And plot-wise, yes. But in this particular movie, I mean, based on what I saw, it seemed like, yeah, we're bros, but I didn't understand any unyielding and undying loyalty for each other that was purported by the plot. Why are you looking at me like that? From the are you talking about from the acting? Like he did they didn't seem Perhaps like Perhaps or each other? On, it could be a, a you combination. Don't, you didn't understand and the relationship chemistry. and why uh Captain America slash Steve Rogers would basically no, on paper, be like, I absolutely F did. all my other friends, F you know, Amer F everything else. I'm going you know F, F the Sokovia Accords. I'm not gonna sign them because mm-hmm. My friend Bucky slash the Winter Soldier is, you know, he got screwed. Yeah, I know. And but the Avengers, it's very arguable, are also friends who have fought and you know potentially died alongside him. Mm-hmm. So you know, in that regard, they're newish friends. The Bucky and and so Steve, you're Steve go back Trump's to the back to the you know what the did 40s. you call it the original war, the Great War, <laughs> the, 40s, the Good War, the Great War, the Good War. Yeah. Yeah, they were bros back then. So, right before Steve was frozen and then unfrozen, right. And there was something you said for your OG bud, but but these other people, I feel like, are comparatively being treated like mincemeat. You know, and I don't know. Oh, so you're like screw the Winter Soldier, basically? No, 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 no. I'm not saying screw the Winter Soldier. I'm saying that there's a part of me that especially when they had scenes together that was like, okay, I get friendship. I, I see that. And I understand, you know, wanting to do right by the person who has always done right by you. But why is the, when, where is this unyielding loyalty that you will sacrifice all others almost like you would, you know, your husband or wife above everything else for this person. Like I didn't well, don't you think that's, that. that's inherent in uh, Captain America or Steve Rogers, his whole being he's right. You know, he's a, uh, I mean, going back to the the, the first movie, yeah. he was the guy that would jump on the grenade for his his whole crew. Yes, you know? he's the moral compass of the Avengers. But in this particular one, and I think that's my my only hang up about this movie that he you know he hung his hat completely on it being about about Bucky, and then I'm like, okay, but so and this is the whole crux of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. This is the Civil War. There's two sides to this. There's Steve Rogers, Captain America, and then there's Tony Stark. Right. Who did you think was right in in the argument at the center of the movie? Who do you think I thought was right? <laughs> no, I'm very you're totally curious. like like deflecting the answer. No, no, no. I'm. I, this is. Well, it sounds like you're more uh, on, on on Tony's side. That would be accurate. I am really Team Stark. Okay, why? Um, if you think about it. And granted, I don't know. Although I've heard. 
that shit hit really hit the fan in the Winter Soldier to make people kind of, oh, I don't know, wary about, you know, government motives. But why should an omniscient, or if not omniscient, omnipotent, certainly, organization go completely unchecked, you know, when they theoretically have their own agendas. Their whole thing is they don't want governmental oversight because any governmental agency has some agenda in front of them, which is an an honorable argument. But they too have their own agendas, sometimes private, you know, in the case of, of Stark, certainly with his parents, and, and sometimes a little more public, more like what happened in terms of the Winter Soldier with um, Cap. But I, I just don't understand how, I think it's cocky to say, no, no, we shouldn't have any oversight, period, the end, because we, we, the buck stops here. We know we are moral compasses strong and we don't need anybody else to, to check in on that. We don't need objective third party. I'm a huge fan in general of objective third party. Politically, that's how I lean. So I, I, I was team star kind of from the start. And you? So, you? so you're basically like, we should all be a slave to the man. Oh, burn. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. And that's, you know what? That's why I think, and we have to go back to Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. you know? If you go back to listen, we're like, why? Like, why are they fighting? Like, what's, do they know why they're What's fighting? Is it a huge misunderstanding? Do we know what each side wants? Do we know what's causing this? You know, it seemed like that movie was just a, a huge misunderstanding and they really couldn't talk about it. Well, mm-hmm. this, I think this movie, each side has um, differing sides that have, you know, I think they both both have good reasons for, for their arguments. So I, I absolutely do too. When I say that, I, it's not that I'm anti-Cap. I, I'm for him and I think his heart is in the right place. But I think it can also be perceived as roguish and, and cocky. So, and you do, and you think that? Do you think he was just being roguish, roguish and cocky because at the heart of it there was a, a friendship there that he basically knew if he went to the other side that his friend was going to die. Basically, I'm sure that had to weigh in. And again, like I said, everybody has their own agenda. That's his. And. But, but that's exactly, that speaks to my point about how you can't say we are agendaless. We are the world's policemen, essentially. and Team America. Yeah. And, and nobody gets to, it's not even, what, what the Sokovia courts, from what I understand, they weren't saying we're going to rule you, we're going to order you. It wasn't S.H.I.E.L.D., we, it was it was a it was a United Nations oversight. There had to be certain protocols put in place. There was perhaps majority rule. It's a diplomatic and democratic process, which I am for. Mm-hmm. Which side of the fence do you lean on? Um, Although I think I ha- I know. You you know I I think okay. Well, well, what what side of the fence do I? I assume, unless you were doing a very good job playing devil's advocate, that your team cap. Why? Well, kind of based on on your reaction. Because I don't trust the government. Because I don't trust. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, like Cap says, he says, you know, what if they, what if they send us to do something that we don't agree with, or what if. We have to 
um, deal with an enemy um, that comes along that they don't think we should deal with, then we're our hands are tied. Like if we, once we sign this, we're basically you know we're handing over our our, our cards of of choice of 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 what should we do what what do we need to do right um, guess what you you cashed in those those chips when you became a citizen of the world you can't just say like you know what i feel like doing today murder like i just feel like it you know but that's not what they do they they're not superman or batman they're not all about murder they're no, about they just protecting have, people no but they have collateral damage well but but collateral damage that as opposed to more collateral damage that's, I mean, that's the thing about this movie. Like, you know, they get in trouble. They're like, okay, several people died. Um, and there's that, that scene where they're sitting down and William Hurt slash General Ross, whatever his name is, like, mm-hmm. so they're showing the videos. So several people died here. Several people died here. You know, several people died yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, what they don't say is if the Avengers didn't step in, Many more people would have died. But that, but, but that would be a Many political more. thing. That's a projection. That's not necessarily the case. All, you, all at the end of the day, all you have is a fact. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't justify that by saying. But if we hadn't, you know, let's let's go back to World War Two. Because what if we hadn't set off the atomic bombs? Then what? <laughs> it all's got to go. It all has to go back to World War Two. Full circle with me, Nazis, Hydra. <laughs> So, I mean, it's complicated, and that's what I loved about this movie. Is I agree. Both sides have a legitimate argument. <laughs> Not Batman defend. Superman. Sorry. Well, Batman Superman, you just didn't know what, what was going on. You're like, what, what are they fighting for? What, you know? Martha. The answer is Martha. All roads lead back to Martha. <laughs> All right. So, what else is good about this movie? Um so you had you had Tony Stark, you had Cap. Wait, you haven't established to me why why you are particularly on, or if you are on Team Cap. I just don't like chain. I don't like being chained down. You know, once you put the chains on, it's hard to it's hard to maneuver anything. Mm-hmm. Well, what you don't know is that the Avengers. I mean, they're they're in a depleted state right now. They're you know, totally. Uh, depleted by civil war i mean at the end of this movie cap is like you know basically i don't want to be cap anymore i'm I'm going out for my own i'm going rogue yeah um but they do whatever you want they're Steve split Rogers, but pretty face there's do whatever you want there's a, a bigger villain coming up who's you know might be coming for spice <laughs> spice but you know if if a huge villain is coming from imagine Independence Day. So imagine like yes, Independence Day times it. ten. It, it comes in, you know, do you want to be like going to United Nations and having to like fill out forms and like like petition them to, to fight uh Independence Day times ten before you fight them? Or you're like, let's just let's just like take the shit on right now. Because that's what's coming. That's what's coming for the Avengers. They got Thanos. Like Thanos is coming. This guy from space that hates them. That wants to destroy the universe. And like the Sokovia Accords are just sitting here. Like we have to follow the Sokovia Accords before we fight this huge you, mega villain. I think you give diplomacy a chance. I think very quickly you try to go that route and at least give it a chance. So you're saying like like fire and brimstone. 
Like cats and dogs living together, shit's going down, but you've got to follow the Sokovia Accords and you have to have a meeting about everything. <laughs> you know, make make sure every, everyone's kill you? make sure every make sure everyone's on the same page. One meeting won't kill you. And if it doesn't pan out... I go back to Independence Day. Like, I'm, shit's falling from the sky. There. I'm getting there. You're like, let's have a meeting. Well, they tried that, remember? President Whitmore is either foolhardy or brave. The answer is brave, Steve. Sorry, I know that moved my heart. But I digress. Uh, I think that you... People could the- be dying everywhere. Wait, like, hold people, on. People could be dying I'm everywhere. Answer, and you're I'm like, let's, let's, let's have a meeting. No. Let's make sure this is cool okay. with the United Nations. You give diplomacy a chance, but if and when that doesn't work out, then you do what you have to do, and then afterward you are, but you know full well you may be their version of court-martialed, or you, you you might suffer the consequences, and you hope that the actions that you took outweigh the risk. So, but you try initially, at the very least, to say, I gave it a shot. Not just, you know what? I decide what's best for the entire world. Me, just me, no one else, just me. No, I'm sorry. Now we're just making faces at each other. <laughs> so, what else was great about this movie? Let's let's talk about. So, yeah, I, w- there's been I don't know, like 13 Marvel movies so far. There's been lots of different characters come along. But I think the the best part about this movie were, were the new characters that were introduced. Um, Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Loved him. Loved, by the way, that it wasn't another origin story. Because I was like, what is this? Spider-Man, like, 17? Is this Have you be? even seen the, the Spider-Man movies? I saw the OGs with Kirsten Dunst and uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobes? Tobes yeah. Maguire? Yeah. Yeah, saw that, and then I didn't see the reboot. So this, so there was Tobes Maguire, who had three movies. You had Andrew Garfield, who had two. Um, and now this new kid comes along, Tom. Uh, the I actor's saw name's one of the Garfield movies. The actor's name one. is Tom Holland. He comes in, and um, I think he's the. You have to separate it. You got Peter Parker, and you have Spider Man. I think he was the best. Peter Parker we've, we've gotten so far in what like five or ten minutes of screen time and the best Spider-Man we've gotten so far so I'm very excited about the new uh, Spider-Man movie coming up but um, yeah it was great he was great he was very limited time but but made an impact and Spider-Man is like one of my favorite characters of all the Marvel characters I didn't know that why um because he's the the quintessential character for 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 like a young American male kid. You young up. American male cowboy man, <laughs> you'll be Spider Man. Well, because he's 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 like the ultimate fanboy, especially in this movie. They finally got him right in this movie. Uh, we totally drank all the sake. Yeah, see? we did. Sadness. I'm trying to pour a tiny bit extra into the shot, but nothing's coming out. Spider-Man and Peter Parker are supposed to be this kid, and he's supposed to be a kid, not like an old, like, 24-year-old, you know, Tim Maguire, like, you know. Old at 24? (laughs) I'm sorry. He just seems so old in those movies. Well, Grandpa Winters came in to say. No, I imagine Spider-Man, like, in this this movie is, you know, he's a 15-year-old, whatever, who um, just happens to be visited by Tony Stark and asked to basically join the Avengers. Mm-hmm. 
And you have to imagine that could be, that's like the best thing that could ever happen yeah, to you. Yeah, just a little bit impactful. You're like, you know, I've got homework, but no, I'll go. But Tony I'll Stark off, wants to make me his bitch. I'll fly off to Germany and I'll help the Avengers because that is fucking awesome. <laughs> and I want to do it right now. I'm excited to see the future of how that relationship Which, by the way, out. was totally irresponsible of Tony Stark to draft this year old kid to go into a you know a fight with a bunch of more uh experienced superheroes but minus this apparent sudden streak of reservation in terms of wanting oversight by the united nations tony stark is not known for you know playing it safe necessarily but yeah the the scene with him um uh, being visited by tony stark um aunt may played by marissa Marissa Tomei. tomei Um, I thought Surprise. was amazing. Surprise! Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about this Spider-Man kid. And yeah. um, there's Spider-Man. We've got Black Panther, mm-hmm. played by Chadwick Boseman, who I think was um, similar to how they like didn't have to worry about the whole origin story to Spider-Man. They just like dropped. Black Panther on us, and they were like, "Okay, he's here now. Here's this guy. Yeah, he's pretty fucking badass. He's got a, a badass suit made of uh, vibranium or whatever that super uh, material, which allows him to be, uh, you know, block bullets." I really like that he he had his own agenda and straddled the line between you know it was so much you know my side, your side, my side, no, your side, and he's like. I actually stand on the quote unquote righteous side because, you know, he's avenging the death of his father. Um, I enjoyed having him as like the triangle of he's, justice. He's, <laughs> I know. And he seemed like um, he's, I mean, throughout, from the, at the start of the movie, he's just a. Uh, a what would you call him? A prince, a prince of Wakanda, this African mm-hmm. nation. He his his dad is you know uh, king king and and then and then killed and then he becomes killed king and then be, the lion and, king. and then he becomes he the lion Simba. King. He becomes Simba and then all, and then all of a sudden he becomes this badass superhero that we haven't met yet with long fingernails and he's super good at fighting like hand to hand fighting and jumping and running really fast like the whole scene where we we first see black panther um running after the winter soldier and captain america i'm like i'm like okay i'm 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 officially on board with this shit because this is awesome bring on black panther like you didn't have to have this whole like long boring origin story of how he made a suit and you know yeah blah 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 i'm just like okay this guy's a badass i'm on board let's do this this is great i agree with you and along those same lines, but also not because apparently he had his whole origin story. I just missed it. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. So Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man. Love played Ant-Man. by Paul Rudd. A.K.A. your celebrity doppelganger. What? What do you mean what? Why are you acting weird? <laughs> I love Ant-Man. I know. He's great. He loves himself. He loves himself. No, you. Why? What are you talking about? I'm talking about how you resemble Paul Rudd. What are you talking about? How you resemble Paul Rudd? In looks? In? I think a little bit of both. Both what? 
looks and a little bit. I just drink a whole bottle of sake. What are you talking about, woman? Oh, boy. So I used to say that if um, it were possible for men to have babies by mating each other, Ben Affleck and Paul Rudd would yield Justin. Justin might be slightly nerdier. And I say that with love. I feel though that there's a certain, you know, they are the trees and Justin might be one of the apples that falls from them. It just makes sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. Rambling now. Hello. So I'm just an apple. A delicious gala apple, but yes. I love gala apples. (laughs) So every time I see um, either Ben Affleck or Paul Rudd, usually it's Paul Rudd, I'll be like, hey, it's you. You're you're this person now or whatever it is. Happens to be Ant-Man now. So, hey, you, Ant-Man. So Chrissy didn't see Ant-Man, nope. unfortunately, but I'm going to get her to see it. Ant-Man is probably, I mean, he's he's kind of new, but he might be my favorite Marvel let character. Let me guess. Let me guess. You went and saw Ant-Man when I was taking care of the children by myself. <laughs> I bet you anything. You know what? You were at Ant-Man. You know where I was? I'll tell you where I was. I was upstairs going, sleep cot. Don't move. <laughs> sleep through night. <laughs> And you were like, yeah, Ant-Man. Meanwhile, our kid's like, and I'm like, sleep train. Juice. Dora the Explorer. Juice. <laughs> this is the words you have to read for... Mickey Mouse for, Clubhouse. For, for him to become the Winter Soldier baby. Frozen. Um, Let it go. You know what I love Ant-Man? Number one, of course, I love Paul Rudd. I think he's awesome. <laughs> I think he's funny. Um, but I was a big fan of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when I was a kid. So Ant-Man was sort of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, but I'm a superhero basically. I so. get it. Yeah. Charming I want, Honey, I Shrunk the I Kids. I think there needs to be a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids universe combined with the Ant-Man universe, um, to make a, you know, a sm- very small middle school universe. I think um, they could do that. Disney. Open up your your pod storage bin and pull out the Honey I Shrunk the Kids merch and make a land and put Rick it in Moranis Disneyland. Rick Moranis got to come back from from you know retirement or whatever he's what, what's going on with him to make this happen. The, I mean, yeah, America needs this. We need very very small like things. And for me, it'd be perfect because I'm very small, so I just kind of walk around and be like, woohoo! I belong here. So yeah, Civil War. We we love the, the OGs like Tony Stark and Captain America, but uh, Spider Man. I think Spider Man and uh, Ant Man and Black Panther. Black Panther were huge, huge Show additions. Show stealers. <laughs> now, was was there a favorite scene slash set piece that kind of that you love more than most in this movie? Actually, not particularly. I feel like it. Do you remember anything from this movie? Yes. Battles. Battles. Was there one battle that you liked amongst the other? Well, the one when it was like not necessarily like the quote unquote final one, but um, actually both. Now that I'm thinking about it. The one where all of the Avengers faced off like right before. Are you talking about the airport scene? Yes. The Germany airport scene? Yes. Because you even know where it is. Germany. I'm like, what? Um, Is that big? Shh, whatever, Paul Rudd. Stop being charming. Anyway, and the the final one, obviously, between the trio of men and when Tony learned the truth. That was 
pretty compelling. Um, so if I had to really pick, I like those. And and I also am a huge fan of little one-liners. So any of those scenes where, you know, like, what, what's her face? Elizabeth Olsen's like, you put me in my room. All those little one-liner things stick out to me more than a particular, what you call the set piece or like a specific scene. I like action, Chrissy. I know. So, Justin, tell us about your favorite battle. I mean, the airport. The airport scene is probably the best, you know, action battle in any of these movies so far because, da, da, da. I mean, they're all in there. All, all You know, I mean, I would love to have some Hulk and some uh, Thor in there as well, but. Where the hell is Hulk? So and Hulk. Thor. So Thor, Thor. Thor is back in space. Okay. In, in Thorsville or whatever his plan is. Um, apparently. The Hulk is allegedly circling space in some kind of aircraft. Of some they kind. talked about him, but he wasn't there. I know. It's sad. Because they never talked him. about Thor, though, which was weird. No, they, thought, they talked about both. Did they? Yeah. They was in the restaurant. Where's Thor? Where's the Hulk? They're not there. I mean, if if seriously, if you involved either of those two, it kind of... Um, it kind of uh, changed... Yeah, changed the 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 two sides sure if you have hulk on one side you're probably going to be weighted um but yeah i love the airport scene because that was the one scene where i kind of became like a a four-year-old kid again where i was like this is awesome it's kind of like when you're you're a kid and you you have all the the figurine the action figures and you're like okay so this is what would happen if you know uh, Spider Man went against Ant Man. This is what would happen oh, if yeah. Iron Man against Blah Blah Boy. And then we change it. it up. This is what they do. Blah blah blah. So that's what boys are doing when they play those things, and it's like all of the characters all at once mishmashing. We're using our imaginations, Chrissy. It's like Barbies, but with superheroes. Do Barbies fight? They certainly can. What do they fight about? We don't they're have making up for all those bitches in that in that dream house. Are you kidding? <laughs> their their hairstyles. Yes, continue with your stereotyping. It's working well. Actually, my Barbies fought about who got to be president. Really? No. <laughs> what did they fight they about? fought over Ken. They all fought over Ken. Just okay. Kidding. Um, but it's funny that you Barbie Civil War. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up because I had a similar feeling in the other movie that we're running out of time to discuss, Deadpool. Oh, but we'll get to that. I know. But is there that, anything? It jogged my memory about that. So, is there anything that you did not like about this movie, Civil War? Hmm. What did you think the about end. the villain? Did you like the villain of? Uh, oh, what's his face? Zemo. Thank you. I was like, what's his name? Obviously, you don't even remember his name. No, so I, I get his he face. Didn't, he didn't make a impression. On his you. face is emblazoned in my memory, but his name was not so much. You've seen so many villains in all of these Marvel movies. How does he stack up? He. he hmm. Do you understand what he was doing? What his? Yes, I understood his motivation, and and I feel like that's a, the other thing with with a lot of these people. It always ends up being personal, you know. So I understand that it came from a place of... of, of as opposed to impersonal. Like, I don't even know political. you guys. No, as opposed to political or as opposed to a, a grab for power. Okay. Um, you know, uh, it always comes back to you hurt you hurt me and mine. And so uh, that makes sense. Um, 
I actually enjoyed him. And I enjoyed, the, even though he had clearly swung himself on one side of the fence, he still seemed not happy with that. Like, I was forced into this. Like, here's where I am. Like, a man who truly has nothing to lose. So I appreciated his antagonism because I actually found it relatable. Very human. Yeah. Villain. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like the, the thing I liked about him was there was the whole misdirect of we thought for the whole time that he was going to be the same sort of villain that's like, I want to destroy the world. Like I want to find these, this group of other winter soldiers so then I could use them to, you know, take over this huge, like, kill, like destroy the world, you know. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But what he wanted to do was basically, he's like, I just want to destroy the Avengers from within. And yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And it made sense. So. I can't, I can't say beyond a shadow of a doubt that I wouldn't feel the same way were I in his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, relatable antagonism. I get that. Okay. Um, you know what, To answer your earlier question real fast about did I have any problems with the movie? No, not really. But they really became friends fast at the end pretty quickly. Who? Um, particularly Cap and um, uh, what's his face? Tony. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, I know we just tried to kill each other and like, this whole movie is based on the premise of that, but you know, still, still friends, right? Hashtag friendship. What? At what point are you saying that? What do you mean? At what point? Are you saying after he, after Captain America stabbed him with his shield or something? Well, it, there was ebbs and flows in terms of the yes. fight between them. So yes, it's true, but it feels like things were left on a somewhat positive note considering that they just tried to kill each other for You're talking about the total end of the movie. Yes. I don't think so. I mean I don't think they're like No, I'm not saying they're going out for tea and crumpets. Yeah, we're besties. But there there I don't know, we weren't left feeling like, ooh, there's some wounds that need some healing after this. I feel like, nah, it's going to be fine. They're still the Avengers. Like, I didn't question the future of the Avengers. Whoa. I totally, I mean, I totally, I'm like, there's some, there's some wounds that need to be healing. Well, because they're like, I'm going to kill each other. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And then Tony finally figures out that the Winter Soldier basically killed his parents. And, and then Captain America's like, no, he did kill them. And I did know that, but he was, you know, he wasn't himself. He wasn't himself. This is the whole metaphor of like, you know, he, he had a, mil- that's, it's kind of weird. It's like, there's like a metaphor of mental illness with, with the winter soldier. Like, yeah, it's true. You know, but Tony, he but, knew not what but he Stark's did. like, I don't care. He killed my parents, you know, I'm going to kill him. And then, you know, they uh, the three of them fight, and then you know, Winter Soldier loses an arm. Uh, Tony Stark's the Iron Man is basically beaten the hell up. They're all beaten up basically, yeah. and then they walk away, and they're like, "I feel like it's like there's a lot of deep seated animosity slash hurt there." Yes, 
And yet, I feel like... At the end, they're not hugging. No. They're not going out for tea. That's what I was saying. They're not besties, but it does feel like they're going to be able to put it aside pretty quickly for the greater good of the Avengers. Whereas, I I don't know. You wanted more. Maybe. Animosity. Or just left wondering. More murder. No. You wanted Batman v Superman. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Definitely did not. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. I got so so I've I've got a question. So sure. there's been a lot of discussion about this movie. It's been out for a couple weeks now, um, but the thing that I haven't seen a lot of, and I think that you're the perfect person to answer this is, uh oh, as a woman, oh boy, amongst just the people in this movie, who would you want to sleep with, Steve? <laughs> I love this. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> who would you want to sex up? You color me bad style, <laughs> and why? Who uh, who would you pick as you know you know <laughs> your ride or die sex lover? You're saying Steve. Um, why is this thing even up for like debate? <laughs> That's why I'm asking. I know, but it seems so obvious. Um, where do I begin? Well, you said Steve, I guess there. Yeah, I did. Okay. So you would pick Captain America, Steve Rogers. Why? Because everything. <laughs> okay, I guess we're done. I Good hope night. that one of our five listeners is a woman because at least one of you right now is like, um, duh. Should I just go ahead and guess why? Sure. And I will pad what you have to say. Um, he is, um, he'll never let you down. Yes. He, um, he, he'll put in 150% effort. Yes. Maximum effort. In bed. Like he's the kind of guy that will, um, be all about you, like, and not worry about his sexual needs. Or basically. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty sure at this point in the Marvel Universe that he's probably a virgin. So he's ready to please and, like, overachieve. <laughs> Are you his PR man? In all, <laughs> in, in, in all aspects, basically. Justin Winter, Steve Rogers' sex publicist. I mean, the guy's waited so long, you know? He's waited... Decades, decades, decades and decades and decades and decades. Yes. He's been in multiple skirmishes, wars, what have you. He just wants to get he just, he, his balls are so blue oh boy. at this point that they're turquoise, basically. Freight car. We're trying to wake him up now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have an awakening. <laughs> Car seat. Homecoming. <laughs> Car seat. Oh man. <sighs> um. All right. So you would pick uh, Steve Rogers. Like it's not even up for debate. That's why I'm like it's almost a crazy question because it's like who who else are you going to say Tony because he makes you laugh like he's got a lot of money yeah. He um, 
He's got a lot of money. <laughs> Some of us aren't in it for the money. Some of us are in it because of undying loyalty, chivalry, and those goddamn blue eyes. Well, there's the ant- there's Ant Man. He's funny. Yes, he is. He can shrink down to size. <laughs> yes, he can. He can get all up in your your business and make sure he's making sure everything's. Oh boy, this is too much of a visual. <laughs> Take care I can't. of. I can't. He's gonna get lost up there. He might get lost. That's the thing. He might get lost up he there. Might. And he'd be like. You might have to call it a PB on him. It's basically like splunking. Like he'd go splunking and he'd never come back. And we'd have to send out a search party and it would just end badly for everybody. So Ant-Man went down on me and he's lost forever. <laughs> so RIP Ant-Man. In my JJ. Who's your gynecologist? Oh, I don't need one. I have Ant-Man. There's hot guy. He's got arrows. Hot guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what you called him. Um, Hulk might be dangerous. Yeah, a little. Oh, bit. Hulk wasn't in this movie. Black okay, Panther. Okay, so I guess is yeah, Captain America, Steve Rogers, probably your best. <laughs> bet. Pretty obvious choice. <laughs> I mean, Winter Soldier. Uh, no thanks. Has got some amazing hair. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Okay. If I were to swing the other way, though, I would choose Elizabeth Olsen as my ride or die. Well, that's my choice. <gasps> I can't have them both. Because she can work some magic. She can. Exactly. She likes a good paprika. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. You know what? There's something to be said for What's-His-Face, now that I think about it. Wow. wow. What's-Her-Face? No, his face. Who's What's-His-Face? Come on, help me out. Um, There's like 20 yeah. people in this movie. What are you- <laughs> Um, our our favorite cyborg, Age of Ultron. What's his name? He made the popper crash. Oh, Vision. Yeah, Vision. Okay. What can be said about him and his sexual prowess? Prowess. <laughs> prowess. Well, he's just so dang smart. I feel like he would he would have a hard time getting it wrong. Like he would probably just research the shit out of it and then be like, this. It's true. It's true. He would. And I feel like he'd be also very open and coachable to criticism because he wants to be his best self. You put a lot of thought into this. No, I haven't. You just posed the question. Sex Avengers. Oh my God. This is the X-rated version. All right. So what would be your final grade for Civil War? A. A? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. A minus for me. Is this your favorite Marvel movie you've seen? You think? Um, I'd have to see the other ones again to say for sure because I have short-term memory loss and long-term memory loss. Basically, just Alzheimer's. I have Alzheimer's. Well, that is your superhero <laughs> thing you got going, I guess. Yeah, don't choose me on your team. So there you go. But we got to move on because there's another movie that awaits our attention and that unfortunately is going to be like if this were the Duggar family, like the 17th child doesn't get all the attention. Deadpool. 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 Yes. Uber popular Deadpool came out earlier this year starring Ryan Reynolds. 
Who, by the way, I did not recognize on on first sight. Remember, he they start he started in the opening scene. I was like, "Who is this? His voice sounds really familiar." And you're like, "It's Ryan Reynolds." And I went, "Oh." The reason this is at all pertinent is because I think and you talked about all the marketing that you saw with Deadpool, and for some reason, it totally bypassed you that Ryan Reynolds was this, in this movie Deadpool that made. Uber billions of like millions and millions of dollars. I said I saw commercials. I didn't say I actually paid attention. There's a difference. But I digress. So what did you think of Deadpool, Chris? I I said to you uh, at the end of, of the movie, I was like, I think this might be the first movie that Ryan Reynolds has been in that I like thoroughly enjoyed and was like, I like Ryan Reynolds. Which isn't to impugn his other movies or what he's done, but I've just never been like about Ryan Reynolds, like name the his world. other movies. Go the one with Sandra Bullock, the one where he is like a super person because he takes that pill. Those are two of them. The one where he is um, awkward and and he's like the best friend. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know what any of these titles in these movies are called, but I remember the kind of like the loose plot lines. <laughs> He seems to have been a successful actor in, in many films in your film repertoire that you see. I'm not saying he's ever been bad. I'm just saying like... Have you seen Van Wilder? No. About, what was that movie? Buried, where he was buried alive? No. Have you... Never mind. This is, this is not going to work. <laughs> so overall, what were your thoughts about Deadpool? Well, that's just it. I found him to be so... Charming is the wrong word because it's like a it's a gross patisse, as my mom would say in French, sort of sexy charm. No, no, no. For me, and and this is probably obvious to you, having known me for as many years as you have. But yes, looks matter to an extent. But the weight of my heart is humor. So he, Ryan Reynolds is sexy. He's always been sexy. He was named people's sexiest man alive, but. Did I care? No, not as much. But give me some funny Ryan Reynolds and I'm on board. You have to be both. You can't just be one or the other. You can't just be funny and not good looking. You can't just be good looking and not funny. Ta-da. So funny Ryan Reynolds. And um, this was another movie that I remember looking. You know, I was like, did Joss Whedon write this one? I feel like these were two movies that Joss Whedon could have had a hand in, but apparently didn't. But both felt like he should have for some reason. Maybe it's the banter. You're just nodding at me a lot. Why are you nodding at me a lot? I'm, I'm listening to your opinion. Okay. Is that one? Am I supposed to jump in and interrupt you? No. Um, for all the non-linear storytelling of like, but wait, let's backpedal. Hold on. Let's go back to this story and wait. I said this was a love story, but now it's not. Now it's a horror story. And you see, I, you know, a lot of people complained about that, but I thought that was uh, like a breath of fresh air in terms of, like, we've seen a lot of superhero movies. Yes. And for someone to kind of, you know, take the the cookie cutter way where, like, here's who we meet the person. This is their origin story. This is how they become awesome. This is True. how they come... This is how they learn their new superhero skills, and this is them beating up people. For the first True, time. that was all encapsulated in just a few minutes. No, they just like kind of mixed all that up and and kind of pinged and ponged, uh, you know, in terms of the timeline of that. Right. 
Um, I just thought that was different and interesting and, uh, you know, I kind of like that. I agree. If anything, my my big complaint about the movie was not fully understanding the whole, I'm calling it the Nazi underground because it reminds me of Nazi experimentation, but the experimentation on these um, often terminal sort of people that came through Agent Smith. Like, I didn't quite understand. I know that they gave the explanation Francis was talking about, you know, like slave labor and how they're just turned over as slaves. But I don't know. It wasn't enough for me. I was like, okay, slaves, but like why human trafficking is a real thing. Why do we need to do crazy weird experimentations on them? I don't understand. Because Chrissy, that's how you become Deadpool. I understand that that's part of his origin story, but I just don't understand the whole reason behind why we, this whole thing existed. So my question for you is if, I went through all this stuff. Say we were we were dating. Okay. You were a hooker with a heart of gold. Oh, like Julia in, Roberts? Like no, like in the, the I don't even remember the name of the girl in this movie. Vanessa. 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 Hooker with a heart of gold. Um apparently uh best girlfriend ever. Loves geeky things. Um likes me. Mhm. Um, I um spurn your advances because I get cancer. I'm like, I don't want you to deal with this shit. I want to do this on my own. I suddenly disappear. You don't see me for a long period of time. I come back. I look like Freddy Krueger. I'm like, I'm sorry that I I did that to you, but I love you. Let's get married. What would you say? If I truly loved you before, then I would love you afterward. Just the Even same. if I look like Freddie Krueger, yes. Okay, because that was assault. Like the, a, a large part of this movie could have been avoided if he just, you know, kind of sacked up. Then we and, wouldn't have and, a movie. And, and communicated. I know. I thought to that, his hooker girlfriend. I thought in the beginning when he first turned in terms of his looks and he was following her in the rain. She had the umbrella and they're walking down the, the, the market, uh, and everyone was giving him dirty looks and making him think twice about everything. And I was like, I mean, is this real life? If somebody is horrifically burned, ostensibly in an accident, you know, and they're walking down the street, like, do you look at them that way? That's just insane. And then it occurred to me, I guess it must really happen in some parts of the world or even in our country. But uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine with about uh, looking at anybody who's been through what you don't even know, what you can only imagine is horrific without anything but compassion. People are assholes, apparently. Evidently. But I mean, it's it's truly it's beyond but don't don't beyond my scope of understanding. Don't, you know, pass the question off. Will you love me with my thought, pepperoni face? I thought I understood it and, and, and answered accordingly. You're like, if I loved you before. Right. It's not like I have to fall in love with you all over again. If I loved you before, then that hasn't changed. Even with my pepperoni face? Again, that hasn't changed. If I never met you and you're asking me to fall in love with you at that point and see beyond that to see the person that you're saying looks don't matter. No, because hear what I'm saying. Just stop mutilating your face. Oh, oh, there you go. Now you look like Freddy Krueger. Thank you for that. What I'm trying to say is that if you already know somebody and you know their heart and you know what they're all about, then yes, looks matter less because you know who the person is underneath all of that. But if you are somebody 
who you've never met before. You're stumbling upon somebody for the first time. Unfortunately, that does factor in more because you, you know, you, it's like your brain puts up a wall of, Oh, preconceived notion, preconceived notion. You have to jump over that to find out who they really are. So he, he had a pepperoni face, but yes. apparently he also had like a, a super penis. So sure. That's like the unsaid here. You probably, that weighs a lot. In your decision. Yes, clearly. Peen. That's what matters to me. Not acerbic wit, not charm, not humor. One thing they didn't that. Well, I mean, one thing they didn't bring up towards in this movie when they're like, should we stay together? Like you, you lied to me, now you have a pepperoni face, you know, I just murdered all these people for you is there's been a lot of advancement in plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. They could do some kind of facial skin reconstruction skin grafts they can make him they can make him look better so what i didn't understand is if he could regenerate like you know he cut off his own hand and he regenerated it was a baby hand to begin with which by the way was funny and weird what if you don't want to regenerate and you just want to have baby hands yeah, the there you go but, uh, but 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 that's kind of my point if you're starting afresh why not just like sounds gruesome but like take a potato peeler to your face and like peel it the fuck off. And then when it starts to regrow back, it's like baby skin and it's gorgeous. <laughs> I actually thought of that. Look at my gorgeous baby face. <laughs> don't you want to make out with my gorgeous baby face? But the quality of baby skin, you know what I'm saying? Like it's pure. It's wonderful. It's, it's all good things in the world. It's sweetness and light. I love babies. I'm just saying. But like <laughs> if baby hands grew back, like why couldn't he have had baby face? I prefer baby face to like Freddy Krueger face. <laughs> Did you know anything about Deadpool before this? Was no, this all new? All new. Were you surprised? Did you like the movie? I was, was surprised all- by how much I liked it because yeah. I went in thinking, oh, it's another superhero thing and it's not characters that I'm familiar with. So it's going to be like. Too typical. violent for you? I'm sorry? Too violent for you? I, I do take issue with a certain amount of violence after a while. I'm just not good at that. Um, same thing in the horror genre. Like, I'm good with thrillers, and I like psychological crap like that, but I, I'm not too big on, like, guts and brains and torture and mutilation. Those things have never scored well with You me. don't love those things? <laughs> what is your problem? Well, clearly you seek those movies out some sometimes. <laughs> So I got a big question for you. So sex-wise. I have a big answer for you. Steve Rogers, Captain America versus Deadpool slash Wade Wilson. Who would you pick? One night stand or long term? Both. One night stand, I'm going with Deadpool. Long term, I'm going with Steve. Whoa. So you're okay with pepperoni face for just one night, but if you look at it for long term, you're like... No, thanks. No, no, not about his face. I just really enjoy the fun acerbic wit. Okay. And and I feel like he would make me laugh in a way that's different from, from Steve. Like, we, we'd have a lot of fun, and it would be great for a day. And then I would get sick of it. And then I would want somebody who opens doors for me and thinks that I, like, walk on air. Walk on air. I know. I want somebody who's going to walk on the street side. And lay down his jacket over puddles. I want chivalry. I want chivalry, Justin. I want it. I want chivalry. 
That's my answer. Did you like any of the other I people? I also like it that he's very good looking. I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> Go ahead. I was trying to think of the other, the other people in this movie. said so there was Colossus, the guy who was basically, uh, you know, the X-Men made of steel. Make love, not war. <laughs> there was, was it Teen? Solentine? I don't know. Megasonic Teen Negasonic. I can't remember. But apparently, it was her a name. cool name. Whatever Negasonic it was. Sonic Warhead, cool. whatever her name was. Yeah. She was cool. And then there Not was. Script. And then on the bad guy, you had Francis and the girl who shall not be named that you hated, played by Gina Carano. Oh, my God. I just wanted somebody to take care of her. I was like, she's a bitch. What a woman hater you are. I usually reserve my woman hating for people who are really like in need of some woman hating. Props to the actress for making me hate her so much. But seriously, I was like, well, somebody put her out of my misery because I can't. Make her shut up. Make her shut up? She didn't really even talk. No, I know. But stop doing things. <laughs> stop doing. Stop being. Stop being, basically. I have a hard time with henchmen. Like, I understand the big bads and, like, why they are motivated to do the things that they do. I don't agree, but it, it there's more sense, you know? It makes more sense. I have a hard time with henchmen where I'm like, what's, you're just like the second in line. Like, why are you going to bat so, so crazily for what's going on? And why are you so angry? And what's your backstory? Oh, just shut up, biatch. Somebody hit her. Stop trying so hard. Stop trying to rise above your pay grade. Just be and just, you know, fade into, you know, (laughs) the background basically. Yes. I don't know. I was annoyed by her. Fuck equal pay. Like, you know, just... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses. You could still pay her. <laughs> I wonder, that's it. I wonder what, how much she was getting paid. 70 cents on the dollar. They don't talk about that, you know, enough in these superhero well, like movies. Said, she doesn't talk very much. She will be paid in matchsticks that she would then be put into her mouth. and Matchsticks will... for the lose. <laughs> You know what the the, the craziest thing about this movie is like the inset piece on the uh, the the ship, the huge gigantic ship. Um, it's like a lot of these superhero movies slash action movies end in a shipyard, like in Your Long docker, in yeah. Long Beach. It's not like Long Beach. It's funny you or, say that. Or yeah. some, like where the world ends, LBC. Like. Wh- like, where can we shoot this where we can just totally just fuck shit up, you know, as much as we can? No one will be there. The no one will care. Exactly. Because it's near Oxnard. I just remember you saying, like, well, they really, screwed, they really screwed things up there. Oh, yeah, they did. They totally screwed things up there. Um, well, then, your thoughts are clear. You know what? what? I can't believe I drank that whole bottle of sake, basically. I know. Is your myself. brain just like done now? Is your brain drowning in sake? I'm actually happy. I'm I'm happy I drank all that sake. That's Whoa, the thing about sake. It's a happy drunk. It's it's a happy drunk. It's not sad. No, you're right. Sad drunk is I'm not, not gonna puke drunk. or anything. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Please don't. So Deadpool, any other thoughts or scenes or just anything? well written. And, and and really, I think that's at the core of what makes this movie successful. Not necessarily Ryan Reynolds, not the cinematography. Ooh, 
you know, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. But it took a long time for them to uh, to get writing. this on the screen. Like, why? Th- that's it. You know, I guess people were um, against something totally different from the norm. You know, a, well, screw those a, people. A superhero that's you know uh, breaking the fourth wall. They were wrong. What? They were wrong. <laughs> wrong are you excited to see deadpool 2 sure really yeah okay pitch deadpool 2 to me now go what, what should happen in the sequel uh you're on the clock you're on the clock no i'm not gonna write it i'm just gonna, I'm going to enjoy it i'm gonna plunk down 1654 ticket and enjoy it i'm not gonna write this one whatever it's expensive wow yeah i'm not playing your game Thanks for playing along, Chrissy. You're welcome. So what would be your uh, final grade for Deadpool? A minus. So you like Civil War better than Deadpool? Yes. Just barely, apparently. Correct. But uh, A for for Civil War, A minus for Deadpool. Yep. And you? It's a pretty good double feature. Not bad, right? Wow. I enjoyed it. It was a good one. Yay. I'm I'm glad you were happy with this double feature. Because <laughs> usually you're doing things like... Usually you're like, ugh. Let's watch this movie called Willow. 80s. I know. Well, it's always 80s all the time with you. <laughs> it was nice to have something from this year. Womp womp. Well, thanks for playing along, I guess. You're welcome. I enjoyed myself. So, as we've gone long... Um, Thanks for listening to uh, our crazy, stupid podcast. So I'm married to Movie Geek. And you can absolutely tweet crazy, stupid things to us either um, at our official Twitter, which is at Movie Geek Cast. We've got a Facebook. We have a Facebook. Just search us. So I'm married to Movie Geek. Uh, individually, we are Justin Winters, and um, on social media, you'll find me as Chris Winters with a K. Um, Chrissy apparently started a Snapchat, but I don't think she even understands it. I'm learning. What is this Snapchat <laughs> I don't know. Thing? It's really hard. I, I don't like understand. Grandma. Help me out, people. I can. I know there are filters, and like you see it, and then it's gone forever. We've got kids. We have very little time to understand these Maybe things. Maybe Brooklyn could teach me how to use Snapchat. Understand it. I don't know. So you do it and then it's gone. Yeah. Then it's why like you do a, it? You send a snap to somebody. Does it go to one Sexting. person or does it go to several people? Depends on what you do. It's just too complicated. Sexting me. is why this exists, by the way. Sexting? Well, I mean, hell yeah, you do it this one must time be and then stopped. it's stopped. There's gone sexting forever. involved. There's. Doesn't that make sense to you? You're like, I'm going to show somebody my boobs, but I don't want them to keep it on their phone. I know. I'll Snapchat them because they can only see it one time and then it's gone. You just screenshot this stuff? Not really. I mean, I guess you could, but there's a timer on it. It only goes for like a few seconds. It only takes you one second to screenshot. Yeah, but then you'd have to you'd have to know it was coming. You'd have to be like, "Oh, it's coming. Let me get ready to to screenshot this." (laughs) Man, I'm old. (laughs) Old crap. (laughs) <laughs> Holy crap. Let me get ready to screenshot this. So, if you guys got any suggestions for future movies, um, shout outs or critiques, shout outs or critiques, uh, hate mail, um, uh, limericks. Limericks? <laughs> All right. I'm just throwing shit out there. I like limericks. Um, but three five three. Overall, thanks for listening. Because um, haiku. That's a haiku. Haikus. Send us a haiku. 
Other than that, I guess we will see you in a couple weeks. Sleep train. <laughs> Crib. Bookshelf. Sleep tonight. Pillows. Over face. <laughs> oh, what? We hear Camden. He's coming down. And he's going to murder you. He's going to. He Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks guys. And we will. Uh, bye bye.